This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I'm very proud that our government has committed to doing a better job of protecting our kids and to take the profits out of organized crime while also ensuring the health of all our citizens. Well, buenas tardes, mis amigos. Happy Thursday. Happy Marijuana Legalization Day. It is Afternoons on News Talk 770. Rob Breckenridge with you on what is... Uh, love it or hate it, an historic day. The federal liberals have delivered finally now on this uh, promise to table legislation to legalize marijuana. The goal is to have this in place by July of next year. So that's uh, a long time. What happens in the meantime and what is it going to look like after July of 2018? understand the concept of legalizing marijuana, but what does it mean? What does it look like in practice? We're going to talk a lot more about that on the program today and certainly want to hear from you. 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. That was uh, Bill Blair you heard off the top, former Toronto Police Chief, Liberal Parliamentary Secretary, the guy who oversaw the uh, the legalization strategy. Uh, There was also Ralph Goodale, the public safety minister. You had the justice minister, the health minister, all speaking at this news conference today, talking about what this legislation is going to do, what it all means. I don't think we've yet heard from the prime minister on all of this, but we'll play for you some of what those cabinet ministers had to say about this. We're going to hear from a noted criminologist, Neil Boyd, from Simon Fraser University, who's written extensively about drug law and policy, and we'll get his reaction uh, to this legislation and whether it uh, strikes the right notes in his view. More on that coming up later on. As mentioned, certainly time for your reaction uh, through the afternoon. Now, we got a lot of other stuff to get to today, but let's dive right into it here to get kind of an overview of what's in this legislation, what the liberals are aiming for. Pleased to welcome to the program Justin Ling with Vice News, vice.com. Justin, thanks for your time here. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. Well, uh, your thoughts initially on what, what the liberals are going for here, what seems to be the overarching policy objective. Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's a bit confused, to be honest. Um, you know, on one hand, they are kind of keeping some pretty serious criminal prohibitions on um, selling marijuana outside the legal regime, selling to youth, and those are pretty strict criminal prohibitions. I mean, we're talking about, um, on the very low end, you know, a $5,000 fine, but on the high end, 14 years in prison. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, they're sending a pretty clear message that this is, um, this is not going to be, you know, a happy-go-lucky, you know, hippie utopia. Um, you know, on the flip side, it, some of that is theater. You know, the liberals are very cognizant of the fact that um, they don't want to be blamed for, um, you know, being like the Netherlands, basically, getting this reputation of being this um, really pot loving place where there's no laws and anyone can come and do whatever they want here. That, that's what they're trying to combat against. So, um, you know, it is a legal system where you're going to be able to buy marijuana from storefront, um, but the kind of trappings of it are, are supposed to make it look a little bit less permissive. Right. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of altruistic language today about protecting children and, and protecting uh, the, the health of Canadians. I mean, so it, it sounds like legalization with kind of a, a condescending tone to it. But uh, I mean, it's legalization nonetheless. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, when this comes into force, uh, you're going to be able to, uh, you know, to walk into a, a shop on, you know, Young Street in Toronto or, um, you know, 14th Street in Calgary and, uh, you know, buy yourself up to 30 grams of marijuana. I mean, or a pot cookie or a pot gummy bear. Um, so, you know, we shouldn't get confused. And there's going to be some rhetoric around this, um, talking about how how strict it's going to be. But but at the end of the day, this is a 
the, probably the most ambitious legalization system in the world, except for maybe Uruguay, um, on the national level. So you know, this is this is a big deal, and and I think you know some of the more restrictive language, some of Bill Blair's language, is just kind of meant to um, allay concerns that it's going to be a free for all. Right, and, and I mean, it's going to fall to the provinces, like like it does with alcohol. Obviously, we have a, a, a regime in Alberta for uh, liquor retail, and you know, we kind of chuckle at you, you folks in Ontario and your model up there, but they're <laughs> different. <awful. laughs> well, yeah, it is. But so there, there will be those differences when it comes to marijuana, though, it sounds like. Yeah, that's a big question. So uh, what's basically happened is that the, the federal government has left almost everything about the specifics up to the provinces. Uh, that's partially because uh, there's just no consensus, and it's partially because I think some provinces honestly don't want this. Uh, so, you know, you can range from Ontario, where Kathleen Wynne has suggested that maybe they could sell marijuana at the uh, provincial liquor store, um, which means, you know, for roughly five hours a day, but not on Sundays. Right. Um, other provinces have kind of said they don't want this at all. Manitoba has sort of raised a red flag and said uh, they're not terribly interested in, in legalizing marijuana. So um, we actually were told uh, this afternoon that there's a possibility that if a province decides not to open up any sort of retail space, um, citizens could still buy it through the mail or buy it online directly from the distributor. So that's an interesting kind of um, caveat there, that if uh, the provinces decide not to act, the federal government could still create a system where you can still buy marijuana. Um, so it, a lot is up to the provinces, but there's still going to be basic standards and basic kind of benchmarks the provinces need to adhere to. Um, for example, the minimum age federally will be 18, but if the provinces want to hike that to 19 or maybe 20, they'll be allowed to do so. Um, you know, regulation on how um, some of this is enforced or managed or regulated will also fall to the provincial uh, government. Uh, so I, I think it, it's it's sort of the federal government saying, you know, this is what needs to be done, but we'll let you figure out what works best for you. And I think it's a way to not, uh, honestly, uh, annoy the premiers. Well, okay, so you mentioned 30 grams. So that's that's the threshold. People will be legally allowed to possess up to 30 grams. And people are going to be allowed to grow their own, too, right? Yeah, so up to four plants, and uh, it can, can be grown at home. If you grow any more than that, you're running the risk of uh, facing some pretty stiff penalties, um, either fines or jail time. Um, it's not quite clear how they're going to manage or regulate that. Um, I think it's going to end up looking a lot like people, uh, you know, making their own wine or beer. Um, you know, functionally, you can do it freely. Um, and if you decide to start distilling your own vodka, I mean, technically you shouldn't, but the chances of a cop uh, breaking down your door and um, and, and you know, arresting you for running an illegal distillery is, is pretty slim. So I think it's going to look quite similar um, in this instance. And functionally, not that many people are interested in growing their own marijuana. Um, for experience, it's, it's not really easy to do yourself. Well, I've never tried, so I'll, I'll take your <laughs> word on it. But, uh, you know, I mean, it seems to me that if if you're my neighbor and you're growing four plants, then I don't want the trouble of growing my own plants. I'll just, uh, hey, you know, Justin, why would you grow some and I'll just, I'll get my weed from you. Is that is that a problem? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> there is provisions in here for sharing. So if you're, if you're giving some to your friends or family, um, there are provisions in this legislation that kind of give you the green light and, and, and make sure you're not going to get prosecuted. Now, if you hand over some money, uh, you might get into some gray zone there, but I think, generally speaking, because there is language here to say, you know, if, if you have a friendly exchange, um, you're probably good to go. And honestly, if it's between two consenting adults, 
who's going to tell the cops at the end of the day? I think that's the, the big thing we have to remember about this legislation, um, is that when you kind of remove the, the majority of the kind of police oversight of this, uh, the chances of any of this getting reported, even if you kind of break the letter of the law, it's pretty slim. There's lots of, you know, um, vaguely illegal things we do with, with alcohol, and, and, and no one really reports it, so you're probably fine. And as long as it's not a priority for police anymore, um, I, I think you're probably good to go. And, 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 you know, we have to remember that as it stands right now, um, the market is heavily dominated by the Hells Angels and, and by local gangs. Um, so I think some of this is going to be a little bit uh, transitory. You know, for the next couple of years, the system will still have this sort of trappings and these, um, these, these, these sort of tent poles of these super strict criminal regimes. Once the criminal element is kind of gone from the market in Canada, I think you might see some of those provisions soften. Okay. Well, I mean, the liberals are at least, I think, smart enough to realize that there's kind of two big areas that on the fence Canadians are concerned about. You already mentioned one of them, uh, kids getting a hold of marijuana. The other big thing is driving while stoned. And and this yeah. is going to be a tricky issue, although it's already illegal. I mean, look, it's, it's something we should be worried about whether or not we legalize. But how is this going to be dealt with? Yeah, this is tough. So uh, as it stands, the research on just how high is too high to drive is not really... Uh, Conclusive. There's right. still some debate about exactly how much uh, THC you should have in your system, THC being the psychoactive component of marijuana, how much THC you should have in your system uh, if you still want to drive. Um, there's also not very good testing methods. The, the federal government has invested in some oral swabs that can supposedly tell uh, THC in your system, and they're going to approve them for use uh, by uh, provincial police on the RCMP. Um, but it really, the jury's still out on both of those things. So this is going to be a big fight going forward. As it's written in the law, police will be able to swab your mouth if they have a reasonable suspicion that uh, you're driving under the influence of marijuana. So that could be you're driving erratically, or maybe they just pull you over for uh, a broken taillight and they smell marijuana in the car. Um, if they suspect you of, of, of being high, they can give you the swab, and from there they can take you in and do a blood test or a urine sample. Um, so... If beyond that, if, if they find that you're, um, you have, so the, the measurement should mean nothing to anybody, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you anyway. If you have more than five nanograms of THC in your blood system, um, you could be subject, of, subject to a $1,000 minimum fine. Um, you could face 30 to 120 days in, in prison, uh, whether or not, based on whether or not it's your first offense. Um, and in some cases, anywhere from two years to 10 years, if there's a certain ex- uh, extraordinary circumstances. If you mix uh, alcohol and, and, and marijuana at all, you could be facing uh, any of those penalties. So, you know, this is, this is pretty serious. I mean, you know, the government has actually ratcheted up penalties for drunk driving in this legislation. Um, so it, it, it's onerous. Like, there's no doubt it's going to be pretty um, severe if you ever get caught uh, driving while stoned. Any reaction from, from the conservatives yet? We haven't seen, uh, I haven't personally seen all that much. I've been on, uh, obviously, been, been dealing with the federal government and trying to read through all this legislation um, as fast as possible. I can tell you that you know, before the bill even came out, there was a number of uh, prominent conservatives who said, you know, no way, absolutely not. Um, you know, Brad Trost, who's running as a social conservative for the conservative leadership, um, uh, came out and said that if the bill passes, he wants mandatory drug testing for MPs and senators and their staff. Um, supposedly because he has uh, personally seen uh, messed up members of parliament. So, huh. uh, fair enough. Others are obviously supportive. People like Maxine Bernier, um, who's you know, running as a libertarian, um, supports legalization, as do a handful of others. Uh, I, I think given how strictly uh, the government is proposing managing the system, 
Uh, I don't anticipate a real outcry from the Conservatives. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to be a huge fight. I think there'll be a lot of discussion over the nuance and, and the specifics. But I, I don't really see the, the Conservatives going hard at, at the premise of legalization. Well, it's going to be an interesting debate. I guess it's going to be a while before this is this is the reality, right? We're looking at over a year until this is all finalized. Yeah, I, I, I haven't quite checked the coming into force date, but I, I think we're still on for Canada Day 2018. So, um, you know, happy Canada Day. And I, I guess it's going to make it even more awkward now that legislation's been tabled if Canadians are still getting arrested for possession. There's, there's well, no sign that that's going to stop. No, and I think that's what the NDP are going to have a real problem with. So if you see any real opposition to uh, uh, to this legislation, I think it's going to come from them because, uh, you know, the, the, they would raise a, a pretty, they have raised a pretty good case thus far um, that, you know, the, the federal government is on one hand saying the law doesn't work, the current law is counterproductive, the current law is enriching um, criminal enterprise, uh, but on the flip side they say we have to enforce it for another year. So, uh, you know, there, there's definitely... Um, there's definitely a contradiction and some hypocrisy there on the federal government's part. So I think you're going to start seeing a lot more high-profile cases of, of you know, 19, 20-year-olds getting arrested for, you know, a couple grams of weed in their in their backpack or, um, you know, a guy with 10 plants in his backyard going to jail. And I think it's going to be very, very hard for the federal government to justify why they're doing that. All right. Well, much more to Vice News. Justin, thanks for your time here today. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Cheers. Take care. Justin Ling uh, with Vice News, news.vice. Dot com. Uh, and they got the 144-page uh, uh, copy of the legislation posted to their website if you want to read it in its entirety. Now, here's an interesting question, though, and this was something that uh, Ralph Goodale was asked about today. If you cross the border into the United States and they ask you, have you ever smoked weed? You like to uh, blaze up the cron. <laughs> I don't think they put it that way. But if they did, right? Uh, if you say yes could be in trouble. But wait a sec. It's now legal to do that in Canada. Why should doing something that's legal in Canada get you in trouble when you cross the border? Uh, Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale was asked, well, he was asked once, and then he was asked uh, a second time about all of this. You were not super reassuring to Raymond Fillon's question about what happens to someone who crosses the border and admits that he did something legal in Canada, which is to smoke pot, starting next year. doesn't sound like you got any reassurance. Should these people just lie at the border? Uh, no, 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 no one should lie at the border. Uh, you're, uh, you're, in fact, under uh, the laws of both countries, you're uh, you're obliged to tell the truth uh, when you're speaking to a to a border services officer. Uh, but the uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, each country establishes its own rules. Uh, if 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 there appears to be a a, a pattern of uh, uh, examination at the border that just does not accord with with um, appropriate professional reliable consistent uh, conduct uh, then uh, obviously that's the sort of thing that uh, that we would uh, raise at a governmental level to to make sure people are treated uh, appropriately the laws of the United States are the responsibility of the laws of the United States uh, and the laws of Canada are the responsibility of uh, of Canada uh, but uh, I I would point out that there are um, uh, a number now of American states that either have already uh, legalized cannabis or are in the process of, uh, of, of doing so. And I think in, in our discourse with the Americans, we will be able to make the very strong point that the regime we're setting up in Canada will better protect our kids and better stop the flow of illegal dollars to organize crime. Our system 
will actually be the better one. Well, okay, but it still didn't quite answer the question, right? So should you lie at the border? Ralph Goodale says no one should lie at the border, but you might still need to, maybe. All right, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.